Hello, and welcome to Midnight Fun. I'm Katie, and I'm here this week because it's Pride Month. I wanted to say shout out to everyone celebrating Pride. I'm celebrating Pride. No festivals in my town Mm -hmm. because of the ongoing unpleasantness, but happy Pride. (laughs) If we'd have thought ahead, we would have picked a more apt movie than what we're doing this week. But (laughs) I'm so sorry, you guys. We picked the most het movie for Pride Month. We (laughs) We really did. I think we gave you a little bit with Dark Shadows, but like... Mm -hmm. So het that it's camp. Oh, yeah, I will say elements of this movie very camp. Also, hi, I'm Liv. very camp. Um, I'm here because, again, if I don't talk about this movie and how much I hated it to someone, I'm gonna literally explode. <laughs> I'm so sorry. If you're a fan of Beautiful Creatures, I'm so sorry, but I'm about to read this film to actual filth. A Maybe if you're a fan of the book, you can tell yourself that I'm critiquing just the movie. But I have read up on the book and I am critiquing the book as well. So, yeah. (laughs) I liked elements of it. I thought. Um, Overall, um, Mm -hmm. not really a great film, but lots to talk about. Definitely an entertaining film. Yes, I would say that. There is that. I did like elements of it. Um, When we get to Mm -hmm. fandom phenomenons, I have a truly hilarious thing to tell you. Um, Excellent. So, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot to talk about, and um, yeah, mm-hmm. but overall, I'm not gonna lie, I did not enjoy a lot of elements of this film because, well, we sh- we'll get to it, won't we? Shall we? <laughs> yeah. Summarize. <laughs> yes. So, where to start? So, this film, um, Beautiful Creatures, 2013. Uh-huh. If you didn't catch on what we were talking about so we start off we're in south carolina so we're really establishing ourselves in like southern gothic except they don't pull it off super well uh we will get into it um ethan Waite. we start off with him he's our main character he is 17 ish question mark how old are juniors in high school yeah he's supposed to be like 16 maybe turning maybe turn 17 by this point but He's 17 because he directly comments oh, to yeah. his love interest, like, wow, wow, you're 15 and you're a junior. And I hated that, thanks. Yeah, that was bad. Um, I think basically it's so, like um, first year of sixth form where you're like 16 or 17, depending on where your birthday falls. Yeah. But she's like extra special and smart, which I think is dumb. Yes. Because that, sorry, part of the storyline is that they don't want her to stick out in any classroom she goes into. So they have her put in like special smart people classes. And I'm like, why would yeah. you do that? Like... <laughs> real subtle guys but so the the introductory premises are protagonist ethan we've got a male protagonist which like in a paranormal romance not normally the bag so props for that yeah it was interesting um he keeps having this dream of this girl he hasn't met and yeah. like there's all these gunshots Pee-pee. and then he's kissing this girl and then he wakes up um and that's the premise and, and it's like falling okay, in love with her i guess so he is ignoring his yes, real-life um, human girlfriend for a dream. <laughs> yes, good for him. Uh, well, <laughs> his girlfriend and it sucks. She's She is, uh, what's her name? Zoe, Zoe Dutch. Dutch, you guys Dutch. might know her. She's right. fun. Uh, okay, Dutch. I will yeah. say, like, technically his girlfriend in this sucks, but also, like, I find myself trying, to, like, wanting to defend her because he is, like, an awful human. Sorry, Ethan, but I did yes. not like you one Correct. bit. And, like, <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Yeah. So our secondary protagonist, Lena, um, mm. she's the love interest. Yep. Um if it was like a like a traditionally written book, she would be the the protagonist, but mm. it's weirdly from his perspective, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Um she like joins the school and everyone's like, 
your like family are devil worshippers. They all have really strong, not the best southern accents. Some of them are good, like um, Emma Thompson's there and her accent's great. Oh, I love great. Emma Thompson. And other, the younger teens, not as great at the accent. I thought um, that Zoe Dutch but... was amazing. <laughs> she was fun. No, I liked her to be fair. It's more the background Her and Savannah were pretty um, decent. I can't, uh, mm-hmm. I need to look at, I can't remember the actress that plays Savannah. Sorry, I'm so bad with like actor and actress names, so I will just call them by their character yeah. names. Except for Zoe Dutch, because yeah, I fine. can't remember what her character is called, because every time I saw her, my head went, ooh, it's Zoe Dutch. Yes, that was me with uh, Jeremy Irons. Uh, yeah, Jeremy Viola Irons. Davis I'm like, oh, look, Emma it's Emma Thompson. Uh, my personal favourite. Oh, look, it's character actress Marco Martindale. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can think. Very good. So we are. We will be unfortunately switching between people that I recognise and people that I didn't recognise. Um, yes, I don't know what Viola Davis's name was in it or Jeremy Irons, but I knew they were there. And I okay, know so I, every Jeremy... time we would scream, I thought... Why are they there? Jeremy Irons' name wasn't Malachi, but it was very close to Malachi. It was like Macon. Macon. Macaron. <laughs> yes. Right. We're going to call him Macaron. And no idea what Viola Davis's name was. Her name was Amma. Or Emma Thompson. But Amma was a nickname. Okay. So I have no idea what her proper name was, but I just know that her nickname was Amma. Sure. Because I thought that was quite cute. Yeah. Would really love to know how they landed these amazing what actors. The heck, like man? these are very established. Like this Viola was Davis twenty. Especially. Like this was what? Viola Davis, and this is like twenty thirteen. Mm. So this is like yeah, you know, awards. They're very established. They're very established. Yeah. Emma Thompson's there. Oh, she was amazing. She was. Can I tell you a very fun statistic yes. that I found about this film on Letterboxd? Yes. Um, between its cast, this movie has won 10 Emmys, 7 Golden Glo- Globes, and 4 Academy Awards. No. And that's only from 2019, so I think <laughs> they've maybe picked up a couple of more since oh then. Oh, my God. Um, huh? I don't know how... <laughs> this is insane. I was looking at it, I was like, I don't know how they got these people, because the thing is, is also, the only other character that I recognised um, was... and oh God, Her name's Ridley, I think. No idea. Couldn't place okay, it. Okay, <laughs> right. So, um, I will be calling her... Oh, this, like, the cousin the cousin, sister. The, the sexy cousin, sister. The sexy like... cousin sister siren, yeah. who I will be calling Christine because the place where I recognise her from is playing Christine in the live-action remake of Phantom of the Opera. Excellent. I didn't realise that was her. Good for her. Yeah, that's her. And um, the reason why I recognised her is when she had her hair up and I was like, it's her! <laughs> <laughs> Good. Anyway, back to the back plot. To the plot. Basically, she moves into town. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, oh, she's a devil Ooh. worshipper. And then, meet cute, but they've already met. Ethan almost runs her over. Yeah, um, and then he yells at her. In the car, he yells at her. And then in the car, they bond over, like, pretentious poetry like, and books. Ugh, like, it's all stuff that I would also read, but because it's, it's teens. Ugh. Yeah, because it's teens that they're like, we can both read books, not like wow. other people who can't read poetry. Um, yeah, so that's the vibe. And then, like... yeah. Also, don't know how she got stuck out there. She's literally magic. Yeah. Oh, sorry, spoiler alert. She's like, she's like, oh no, my car. Thinking, I don't want this team boy to help me. I know. Um, and then it's, it's very, very funny much. To me. She, she establishes that she has weather magic. It's in the middle of this big storm, but she has weather magic. I know. She makes it snow later in the yeah. film. Yeah, and anyway. she can fix things with her magic as well because she also does that. But anyway, we'll, we'll ignore that. We'll push it to the side for the meet cute. Um, maybe she was feeling tired. Basically, then. Yeah. Um, he like 
goes to her house the next day and like walks in yeah. and then no one's there. This is after she's blown all the windows out in oh, the yeah. bathroom. She like does um. some magic and like does like explodes a load of windows because she's grumpy. Yeah. Which like fair enough honestly. Because um, the teens to be fair are loudly praying at her <laughs> in the classroom. I know. And one of my favourite lines oh. is the teacher going Miss Emily I will not have you praying you in my classroom. Not pray in my classroom. <laughs> and I'm like okay. She's like oh lord deliver us from this evil. And I'm like I love it so much. It's this, so intense. Right, camp. I, camp. Um, I cannot tell if the writer of this book either loves the South or hates the South. And we will get on to why I think they love the South in a minute. Right. So yeah. he goes to her house, um, even after she's like, stay away. Even though we've bonded over books, but leave me alone. I'm damaged. Um, yeah, um, so he goes to her difficult. house and he like walks in and like on the outside it's this like old ass crumbling to nothing house and then he goes in and it's like the weirdest mod- modern Silicon Valley ass thing I've ever seen like I'm, like does the tech yeah. bro live in this home yeah. and it's all black and white because it's absolutely and uh, then he's like Lena and no one's there so he goes outside and he sees her and she's like oh hi and then um, she basically tells him to leave and he's like no and she's like please go away and he's like no and then she's like i won't okay (laughs) and then he's like wow is this why you don't have any friends because you don't let anyone get close to you and i'm like okay a bit rude and then eventually he like wins her round with his well no actually she does actually tell him to leave again because she's like okay i guess we can be friends but you do need to leave the vibe is like i'm not allowed friends but i like you go away i'm not allowed friends. and then like he meets her uncle he does some weird creepy magic on him which was yeah odd his her like uncle dad guardian thing yeah. is uncle but like you know doesn't act like no it, is like and now I'll come into my home and have tea oh. do you mind if i play the piano <laughs> by the way you're gonna die at 64 yeah, and you're like way. okay and it's like okay a bit weird um and then he yeah. goes home but then the next day he comes back um because her mm-hmm. uncle's not in the house um, because her uncle's gone to do camp with Emma Thompson. <laughs> yes, it's so good. The best. It's scene. so great. He like bursts into this thing. Anyway, so he 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 walking in her garden, and then he enters a time loop, and then the load of vines come attack him. Then Lena saves him, and he's like, "What's going on?" And she's like, "I'm a caster." And he's like, "What? Like a witch?" And she's like, "Don't call us witches." And I'm like, "All right." <laughs> <laughs> bit rude and then she basically implies like calling them witches it's like not a slur but it's like almost a slur which I it's think offensive. is very, like, very yeah. offensive except she's like it's like calling an athlete a jock and I'm like okay like it's not that bad <laughs> for a film that keeps being like don't call us witches yeah they say bitch so many oh, times oh my film. god Ethan hates women yeah I do not have a problem with the word bitch. As you can tell, we're not, like, we don't swear on the podcast. I don't really consider it a swear. I consider it very PG-13, as this film is. So I'm not going to censor it. But they use it so much in this film that even I was uncomfortable. The reason why I don't like the way they use it in this film is because it is very clearly meant to be completely derogatory and awful. And it's like, it's just so... I'm sorry. Right, okay. This is just the opinion that I have. I do not mind, like many people calling me a bitch if a man calls me a bitch in a certain way which Ethan does a lot of the time in yeah. this film it is viscerally uncomfortable it's never it's never a light-hearted it's affectionate no. bitch we... it's always like you're acting like a bitch, bitch. and it's like oh okay. like, i think at one point he says to her you're you're being a he says you're a real bitch now uh he calls her sister yeah. slash cousin who's someone who she is close to like a sister who used to share a suitcase with each other because they went traveling together so often he calls her a bitch multiple times in a scene and it's very uncomfortable yeah it's awful anyway so then she's yeah. like i'm a caster blah 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 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> Meanwhile, so Emma Thompson is like running this like church gathering yep. to kick Lena out the school <laughs> for witchcraft. Um, and then, oops, surprise, she's actually a secret witch, Emma Thompson. And they have this like weird witch discussion in like the battle realm. Um, yep. And she's Lena's mom. Spoiler. Um, and so they just stand in this empty church, but they're actually in a full church, but the scene is in an empty yeah, church. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, just like out, like hamming it up at each other. And it's great. It's the best scene. If you awesome. want to watch one thing, Google yes. like Jeremy Irons, yeah. Emma Thompson confrontation. It's so good. It's so good. And they're so brilliant. And then, he, but then he's it. like walking around, like basically being like, my family owns all the land here. So if you like, if you don't yeah. let my daughter out of school, then I'm going to like shut down a load of stuff. And like, I'm going to put prisons for like oh, rehabilitation really on. And they're like, me. no, like, not he, rehabilitation. Like, what if I change this old crumbly building into a rehab center for drug addicts? And they're like, oh my God, no. And I'm like, Jesus, you people are awful. <laughs> like okay um and then you know he like threatens everyone to in there sh- is such like a stereotype yeah it's, it's awful and great yeah i'm like mm, yeah there's actually a bit where the jeremy irons uh, who owns the town and it's like named after their family he calls mm-hmm. everyone in the town um uneducated rednecks and i was like okay let's like that's the vibe. Mm, I don't it's enjoy... not a positive film. It, no, it's not a positive film at all. And I also think that, like, basically the way that a lot of this film is set up is that, like, the people in the town... I don't want to say, like, anything super bad happens to them. Like, it's mostly just, like, um, Ethan's ex-girlfriend, like, gets spooked a lot by the witch and, like... Sorry, the caster. And, like, you know, yeah. she, her face gets cut up by a lot of broken glass, to be fair, and things like that. But the way that it's, like, but portrayed... it's healed the next day. Yeah. <laughs> the way that it's portrayed is that, like, it's completely fine that these things happen to them because they're just uneducated rednecks who don't get that there's life outside the small town. And I'm like, wow... Where have we heard mm, that before? Classism. You know, like when all those there were all those terrible storms in Texas this year, and everyone was like, "Well, it's fine." Yeah. And I'm like, "Ooh, okay, no." Like, there's a lot of not. like weird yeah. classism and stuff, and like, yeah. Well, we'll get along to the philosophical religion discussion with Liv later on in the podcast. But anyway, meanwhile, yes. Jeremy Irons is doing camp, and Lena's like, "When I turn 16." Every single female caster is drawn to either the light or the dark, but not men, because men can choose. But women are ruled by their men are rational and they can decide. Men are rational and can decide. Women are ruled by their emotions, and I'm like, all right, calm it down, John Locke. Sorry, is this 19th century if she has, philosophy time? I don't think so. If she has any feeling at all, that is nasty, evil, negative time. They're even like, oh, you can't love this boy because that will make you a nasty, evil witch lady. Can't love this Um, boy. That's the vibe. Not an exaggeration. Directly a thing they say to her is like, you can't love him. You need to have your feelings under control. She's like, is that not a good feeling? And they're like, no, any feeling is bad. Evil, evil, nasty. Live in this house and don't interact. Yeah, it's like if you have any negative emotion, like where's that sadness or anger, then that means that you're going to become a dark caster and be super evil. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, it's just like the misogyny inherent in this film is just like mm-hmm. a bit much at times. This was one of the ones where it's a bit Absolutely. much. So basically, if you're a light caster, then that means you're a good caster and blah, blah, blah. And if you're a dark caster, you turn into a succubus. That's right, everyone. Yeah. It's the Madonna Whore complex on crack. Exactly, exactly. Like, I was going to say, it's just a film that's like, hello, 
Have you kids heard of the Madonna Hall? Like complex? you're either good. Would you like us to make it magic for you? You're either good or um, evil. And if you're evil, it means that you're manipulative and mean, and you make men do things for you. Me, me, me. Meanwhile, her caster cousin is literally the coolest character in this entire film. She's so cool. She's really she cool. like comes in. She makes out with him because like her boyfriend immediately because obviously because yeah. she's a nasty woman yeah. and she comes and kisses him. But she's so fun. Yeah, she kisses um, a lot. Of and she walks in and that. And she gets like shunned. Yeah, she gets shunned. Um, she's one of the villains. What I think is um, really because she's a nasty evil woman. Yeah, what I think is and all the all the women in nasty evil women mm-hmm. all like older all, women. Older women, <laughs> basically, where they're like harmless. If they're casters, the non-casters are allowed to be like yeah. people. But <laughs> yeah, for for the magic casters, you're either sexy evil or like, or, like older old woman. Yeah, older like <laughs> yeah. mum. Uh, you're a mum or a grandma, and I'm like, wow, yeah. what a wonderful, wonderful insight to how this yeah how, how so when she's 16 and yeah. becomes a woman, becomes a woman she has at to 16 okay she will, mm. yeah she will have any feelings ever again and be evil or be very sanctimonious yeah. and do nothing yeah. and sit in her house and not have an interaction with another person yeah. um very cool and normal premise yeah so and yeah. there's also like extra details that we will get into as we go through the story so her and ethan decide to date still Jeremiah is really upset about this. He's like, you can't see him. And she's like, what? Meanwhile, during this dinner party that they're having, um, her cousin like ruins the dinner. And then she's like, you're going to go dark anyway because of a curse. And she's like, what curse? And they were like, she's just trying to annoy you. Ignore her. And then eventually, it'll, like, there's more stuff that happens. Honestly, couldn't tell you what happens in the middle part of this film. They go there's on There's some weird plot line with this magic locket oh, that, yeah, makes them see that makes the them see war, the Civil War. But there's no payoff for it. Which, yeah. hey. Uh, no payoff at all. There, well, there's a little bit, but basically okay so hey guess what ha 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 in a past life um lena was in love with a confederate soldier because guess what guys wait no it's her it's like her grandma, it's her grandma right? but ding 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 yeah. let's hear that bell it's another supernatural work that just has the confederacy in it for some reason yeah and never explain criticizes it is like is like haha yeah. yes civil war mm-hmm. reenactment this is a cool and normal yeah, thing it's really weird um, also right we are in the south haha and it's like no okay. no we have a like an america explain america explain i know we've not done yes. one in a while america explain why is so much of your media like not i i wouldn't even say like maybe actually i wouldn't say this is pro confederacy but why does it just have confederates in it where the union soldiers are specific no it is pro confederacy because in this a union soldier mm. specifically is like a bad guy like why yeah he can you kills the, i don't the understand it like i understand it like back when you know um like in the 19 like 20s i know there was a lot of like stuff made where they switched around who won in certain battles like i remember there's a buster keaton film where about um mm-hmm. a, a train i can't remember the whole plot but i know that that specifically was a union plot and in the film it's changed to be a confederacy plot because i guess the confederacy were little babies and couldn't stand the fact that they lost correct like, but yeah, it's so insane. In especially in the, I, I know this isn't it. a vampire film, but it's the the supernatural yeah. romance genre. There is so Why much. Why is there so much Confederate just, stuff? It's it's not even subtle. Um, so obviously Twilight Jasper yeah. obviously is like the blueprint. But through everything, even like Vampire Diaries, yeah. it's through it, and it's just absolutely insane to us. Yeah, I don't that understand happens. it. And like, um, I will say that part of like the thing was that like the guy who had, um 
the Confederate soldier, he's still in his Confederate uniform, which I don't understand, but he defected. So I suppose that means that he left the war and came home. Except for it's not mm-hmm. implied that he defected for any moral reason. No, no, no. He defected and came home so he could get married. Mm. And it's the same thing with Ethan. He's critical of like the Civil War reenactment, but not because it's people dressing up as Confederate and Union soldiers and role-playing that the Confederates won. No, 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 not that. It's that he just like doesn't like his small town and everyone there is so small-minded and blah, blah, blah. He's not... And that he has to go over Christmas break is the main thing. I don't want to do it. It's like, he's not bothered because of, like, the racist roots of this thing and how, like, gauche it is. He's just like, ugh, no one here gets me. And I'm like, are you... Yeah, not at all. No. Like, he's critical of his small town, but not because of, like, you know the deeply entrenched religion that like some small towns have it's literally just like Ugh, everyone else mm-hmm. here is stupid and no one's read and rant but i have and i'm like great i can totally actually ethan don't even worry about it i can totally tell that you love objectivism like <laughs> anyway so that the that's the through line of the whole thing and there's this weird there's this locket co- that gives them flashbacks yeah. and then basically uh, she's, but it just that's all the locket does is yeah, give them gives flashbacks, them flashbacks. and then they're like magic locket and then she it. eventually like sees um, a vision of her mum and she's like you will be dark yeah. and she's like no um and yeah, then so she has a curse on her that her someone she loves has to die yes it's a um, confederate her not to go dark curse. Basically, yes. Union shoulder soldier shot her great grandmom's boyfriend. Um, so she used magic to bring him back from the dead. Um, but because you're big, mm-hmm. no, no, not allowed to do that. She her she lost her soul and became completely corrupted by the darkness, which means all the female mm-hmm. casters in their family because she had a feeling. Yeah, because yeah, she had a feeling. Uh, now all the female casters on their side of the family are cursed with this darkness. So no matter what, they will always go dark, which is very interesting considering how much they alienate. Um her cousin because like when they talk she's like like i was good beforehand they're like no you were a spoiled brat we did everything we could for you and you still turned out bad and i'm like but it wasn't her fault like she was literally cursed yeah she's literally cursed like what are you even talking about it's really weird like and also they're so Mm -hmm. like pro saving lena but apparently they just didn't care about her cousin that's the vibe it's It's weird i don't understand it Um, there are some plot holes here just saying oh big time so yeah so the premise then becomes like oh someone has to die and lena's like oh no i don't want the boy that i love and have known for two weeks to die Uh, sorry (laughs) that's cynical i know all films no but it yeah Uh, but that's the vibe Uh, and she makes him forget her which is you know like she's died plot line yeah it's like she's died except it doesn't really work um Anyway, and then um, her evil cousin enchants her Ethan's best friend. Yes. Don't remember his name. Generic stretch. boy. It's to, called. So, he's to actually like shoot him. Yeah, yeah. To actually shoot him during the Civil War reenactment, so that he dies and the prophecy is fulfilled. That happens, except it doesn't happen. It's her uncle who using like illusion magic to be him, um, mm. and then she lashes out question mark and saves him. But then he doesn't, and yeah. like, what's his name? Jeremy Irons dies, um, because he promised Ethan's mum that he'd keep him alive. Yeah. Question mark. Don't know because the he, premise. Were they friends? They were in love. Not sure. He was in love with her. But, but there's, we get like two lines of dialogue. Yeah, we get about two lines of dialogue like, okay, where it's like they, they used were. to be friends, and he was in love with her, and then she married your dad and died. <laughs> so like, yeah. Right. Um. So then Ethan is then we flash forward very quickly. Um, Le- the vibe is that Lena is good and bad at the same time. Yeah. 
question mark um, um ethan is then like walking around not having many memories moves yeah. to like moves to go on a uni tour yeah. um, before he bit. leaves sees lena in the bookshop yeah. she gives him the book yeah. the bukowski book that she gave him and then he leaves he gets to the like the town line yeah gets out of the car shouts lena not sure if it means the spell has broken not sure broken. shouts her name but then her evil eye, because if, you, if you're evil, you have an amber eye, goes back to normal colored eyes. Yeah. So she's not evil anymore because he's shouted her name. Yeah. And then the film cuts to black. No explanation. There's four books in this series. I assume they wanted to do many series of this film. They did not. Um, they did not. I did like her, um, like, half I... good, half evil. But um, partly the one thing that I just want to note down is that once she kills her mum... That's yes. the thing. They have a final battle and she's like, you're dark, you'll always be dark. She actually lets her cousin leave, which I think is nice because yeah. she's like, I love you, I will always love you. I didn't know. And she's like, okay, you can leave. And she's like, okay, thanks. Yeah. Um, and then she... But it would have been way cooler if she got to keep her a half evil yeah, side it and been... be like, haha, it's not evil. Yeah, it's because just different magic. We are balanced. You know, what, get, you know what really gets me is that this whole time was like, you must pick. And then Ethan's like, you can choose. And then in the end, it's like, she she kind of gets to choose she steals the moon yes which, the implications um yeah and then yeah and then she's half good half evil and that's it that's beautiful creatures what a that's ride um uh, <laughs> yeah i wish i could give you a decent law layout because that was my job this week oh, talking man. to the law can't say there's a lot of law about casters no you know what i mean just witches um, i guess so in obviously the US. it's it's generic witch lore, except they really don't do anything like particularly witchy. They just have mm. the magic, which is boring. Mm. Um, so I just kind of looked into like the production of the film Ooh, and stuff. I'm sure you're going to talk about the book, the book production a bit in when we get into fandom phenomenon. So I'll leave that for I you. Will miss but a little bit. Um, the film is um, directed by Richard. Lagranassi, who's one of not one of my favorite directors, but he directed one of my favorite films, which is the adaptation of the last five years. Uh, he wrote the screenplay. Oh, I know well, you love that. Which, you know, I love that film. I wouldn't say it's a particularly amazing film, but I love it. Also, he's done loads. He's done like P.S. I Love You, and I think he did Water for Elephants, all sorts like that. Mm. Uh, so yeah, a good time, good for him. So beautiful creatures came out in 2013 so we're a year after for context we're a year after breaking dawn part two paranormal romances loads in production but the hype is dying down for them mm. because we all love the paranormal romance in the years that we had the twilight saga i was reading so many uh i was reading i was still reading them at this point but once the twilight films finished because the twilight films fanned what six years mm. um was getting over it a little bit yeah. um <laughs> the book came out in 2009 um but and it's written by two people and Liv, you're gonna talk about that. Do you wanna bring up what you found oh, now? Yeah, right. Or do you wanna do phenomenons later? No, I'll tell you what I found out now. Um so basically what I found, which is so fun, so it was written by Cami Garcia and Margaret Stoll. Um they're both like mm-hmm. known like YA writers. Actually, I'm pretty sure yeah, um Cami Garcia writes for DC Comics, which is pretty cool. Oh, um, that's so fun. So I know that I think she did some Teen Titans stuff, right? Yeah, I think so. Um yeah, I, I didn't fun. I, I, I didn't look super into them, I'm so sorry. Um but Beautiful that's Creatures okay. was written in twelve weeks. And it was inspired by Dare, which is a bet with seven kids that the authors knew, and it was never intended to be published. Um, oh boy, can you tell? Oh boy, can you tell? <laughs> there is a legit split in this book, right, between 
um, critical reception to it and what the teens mm-hmm. think. So if you yes. go on the Beautiful Creatures tag on Tumblr, like just lots of gift sets, lots of stuff, lots of people saying that they really enjoyed it and like it's different to the book, but it's still a good movie. Um, I didn't see mm-hmm. literally any criticism of this uh, thing. Um, someone like even did like a top 10 of why... Uh, Beautiful Creatures is an awesome film. And their points included the acting. Algen Eichenrich mm-hmm. as Ethan Waite. Um, the script, <laughs> which I would disagree. Uh, the feminism yeah. slash gender role reversal. No. Uh, the romance. Hmm. Um, the villains. Mm-hmm. I will say the villains are good. Um, the villains are fun. I like the gender role reversal in that it's like magic evilish girl. Yeah. Because, you know, we have a lot of like small town girl. Yeah. Spooky man. Yeah. Like, it's nice-ish. It's nice-ish, <laughs> but it was saying that it was feminist. This is not a feminist film. I'm so sorry. Um, this is not a feminist film. The portrayal of religion, which I think is an interesting one, because on the one hand, you have the way that hmm. girls worship, which is seen as bad. And then Amma, who is uh, the caster librarian and played by Ed Davis uh she yeah. is both a caster and religious and at one point Ethan's like mm-hmm. how does that work and she says I like that bit I did like that bit because she said nice. God created all things it's only up to it's up to ma- it, God created all things man decides which ones were mistakes which like who boy yeah. wow Mm-hmm. Mm, that made me feel yeah, some I like things. I like that bit. I think that bit is good, yes. but like to me, there's no difference. Viola Davis is great in this Viola film. Viola Davis is like... incredible in this film. But one of the things that really gets me is that like one of the reasons why Ethan hates the local girls in town is because they're religious. Whereas yeah. Emma just is religious and they're like, oh, she, she's fine. And I'm like, okay, but okay, fine. Um, <laughs> the cinematography, which I actually do agree with, I think that there was some stunning shots in this film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the sets are really pretty as well. Lena. Like those big gates. Are nice. Yeah. Lena and Macon. So his name's Macon, not Macaron, as we thought. Sorry. Okay. Um, and it's like basically just saying that you could see how much they loved each other, which true. And also apparently the opening monologue. That's one of the reasons why it's great. But yeah, people hmm. really liked it. Um, I also read... And then, but then, so you couldn't trust this. I will, I looked on AO3. There's only 19 works, and most of them are like fan works that like shove beautiful, mm. cre- like it's a multi fan thing. So I'll be like doing like Lord of the okay. Rings, like, you know, Teen Wolf extra, and they'll just do like a little. And that's so creative. Thing, which is fun. Yeah. We love that. Um, but apart from that, not many. Um, no. <laughs> if you look at the reviews, the actual reviews of this, um, like, there's, there was one that just said, uh, Beautiful Creatures is a mess, which I like quite liked. Um, mm. It on so on Rotten Tomatoes it got forty seven percent. It got six point one out of ten on IMDb and fifty two percent on Metacritic. Mm. So mm. it's not like super well received. Um, yeah, very standard for like a film directed at teen girls. Yeah, like I don't think it's a good example of a film directed at teen girls. But in general, you know. Films directed at teen girls tend to get around yeah. 50% on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes as as a standard. Like, even if they're, like, decent films, like, a lot of the critics are not the target audience. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, like, basically most of the reviews were basically saying, like, there are good moments in this film. However, what's up with all the racism and sexism, which I think is pretty good. Yes, um, correct. That's also my take from this One film. review was... that I saw 
which was very interesting because mm-hmm. they at first they did point out that Beautiful Creatures is essentially like a Twilight knockoff, which a lot of things at the yes. time were. They were Twilight knockoffs. Absolutely. Which is fine. Yeah. You know, we love a formulaic type thing. However, yeah. one of their points in favour of this film was that it's not an obsessive controlling romance like Twilight is. Now, I Mm. fundamentally disagree with this. There is a point in this film where Ethan spits at Lena and calls her a bitch. Yes, I had forgotten that. He spits Um, at her and is like, you're acting like a real bitch. And she's like, why are you yelling at me? And he says, that's what people do when they love each other. When they like, Basically, he says, I'm yelling at you because I love you. And you're acting crazy. Mm. Yeah. I don't like that. Um, and that's when she's like starting to turn a bit evil, right? But yes, still, it is. She she's really, basically, anything. she's under a lot of stress. She hasn't been able to find like a cure for her curse. And she's angry mm-hmm. and she says, you know, you should just leave me because like I'm clearly going to turn evil and I'm very upset right now. Uh, so he screams in her face. Uh, he calls her a bitch and she, he swears at her and yeah and he's like this is just what happens when you love each other and you're like you feel things and one of you's being crazy and i'm like no actually that is not what you do when someone is going through a life change they're just causing them to lash out at you like okay but then he then she's like you love me and he's like yeah and then they make out so hard she sets something on fire so you know whatever (laughs) yes uh, is this the scene where it's implied that they have adult relationships? It is. After, right? It is, is implied that, that they outside. do have adult Yeah, so I hate that because she is 15. Yeah. Um, and it's not like he's also 15. He's, like, established as definitely being, like, over 16, 17. Like, even if they were both 15, I don't think that's a responsible thing to yeah. show on screen yeah. in, like, a movie for teens anyway. Uh, why not simply age them up to, like... 17 yeah. or like 18 but no, they didn't. like why does she have to be 16 yeah. i think it's weird it is weird but yeah so they you know they have adult relations that's the whole thing and then afterwards she starts using this really weird sexy voice at him which i found quite funny yes so they're like it's in the so phone funny. she's like what's the one thing you've always wished for for christmas and i'm like can you chill like maybe a bit yeah where she's like super southern i don't think i can do a seductive southern accent i can give you southern i can give you a moves <laughs> um but yeah and then he's like i always wanted snow like a white christmas like you see on the tv and i'm like okay and everyone else in your small town is quaint and boring ethan okay so it's very like it's a cute premise yeah. but then they don't do anything with christmas yeah like they're like they like set up this like christmas premise and she's like i want it to be white christmas and she's like oh you want snow immediately okay so like- which i assume was like a cute christmas yeah. scene in the book but in the film, it's like, cool, tick that one off. It snows. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, she makes it like, snow. And that's it. And then she's like... And then we have, like, a time jump. Yeah. And, Goodbye, yeah, Ethan. Yeah. I love you. And then it's like, okay. Um, they're supposed to do, yeah. like... Okay, so... We have talked about that nonsense. So- uh, can I... Before we get into, like, a segment... Yes. Can I point out my favourite thing in this film? Yes. Um... The film they go to see is called Finale Destination 6. That's so funny. Not final. It says Finale Destination 6. That's the point. So he says at the very start of the film that all the um, movies are always spelled wrong at their local theatre, which is why it's called Finale Destination 6. That's so funny. That's a fun (laughs) thing. It just cracked me up. Yeah, did you see at the start? It's um, Interception starring Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) Nice. Loved it. Big fan. That's very good. That cracked me up. That was my favourite thing um yeah uh so big important question yes um date or steak i want to kill everyone else but no sorry 
Yeah, I don't care for many of these I castles. I don't to care. Be fair, Emma Thompson hot. Yeah. Oh, right? Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. And also, um, yeah. well, actually, no, I don't know how Ridley, how old Ridley, which is the siren cousin, is supposed to be over 16. But I, I thought she was like 20s, right? I think so, but I don't know. They never say it. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, because like, they I say don't they grow call... up together, but then... Yeah, but she's a couple of years older. I know that yeah. she, the actress, was like 25. Yeah, she's she's 34 now, so she would have been like 24-ish. Yeah. Just under. Yeah, so she's in her 20s. Yeah, and Ethan was, Ethan was 23. The guy that played Ethan was 23. Cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Ethan is like fine. I definitely would have had a crush on him in high school if I watched this. Yeah. Um. I don't now. But, yeah. you know, good for him. He's, what's yeah. his name? The lead in Solo. He's Han in the new Solo film, if you've seen oh, that. Oh, I see. Anyway. I didn't um, know that. It took me, That's yeah, fun. it took me a while to place him. Yeah. I controversially think that mm. film is fine. A lot of people hate it. It's fine. Mm. He's good I've at it. I've never seen um, it. <laughs> As you know, on this podcast, we like to bring you little bits of content that you, you might like. And, um, uh, mm-hmm. uh so... This week we have a, a fun little extra thing, which uh, my my dear brother yeah. <laughs> has asked me to promo on this thing. And as, as I am a kind of malevolent sister, I have agreed. So, uh, my brother, who is a member of the Cambridge Light Entertainment Society, they are putting on a parody of a, it's a radio show, and it is a it's a parody of Phantom of the Opera <laughs> called The Ghoul of the Music Hall. So, if you like satire, if you like robots, <laughs> if you like musicals, this. This could be for you. Yeah, so if you want to check it out, please search the Ghoul of the Music Hall, uh, Cambridge Light Entertainment Society, or Cules, Um, And you should find it. It'll be uploaded to YouTube. It's being uploaded in three <laughs> parts. Very exciting. And yes, I. if you check it out, I hope you enjoy it. You know, I'm going to enjoy it, I think. You know, yeah, I'm go support biased. Liv's brother. Yeah, go support my brother. He's playing man. a creepy little <laughs> man. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but he is he's, he yeah, is he's a creepy fun. little man um so yeah i hope <laughs> if you guys want to check it out please do um and now i'm gonna go charge my brother for this ad so <laughs> <laughs> amazing <laughs> so back to beautiful creatures yes right so morally oh god do you think they have an obligation to vote um yeah lena for sure yeah the other i don't know we only really see like their her weird family we don't know much about like casters in general Mm. because it's implied that a lot of casters just like hang out in the human world and it's fine and normal in which case yeah Yeah. good for you i'm definitely has an obligation to vote um yeah like with jeremy her weird family that live in their mansion and don't interact with anyone they hate mortals so i'm like no you shouldn't vote go away you'd probably vote for like awful things because you hate them yes um (laughs) i also think seraphina so that's lena's mum. do not vote seraphina you would vote for awful things also you are full of evil she is so she is so into it though because she's like on I don't know if it's their local council yeah, I think or it's committee, the local council. but she's the one leading the like the ceremony thing yeah. at the <laughs> church to be like, should we kick this child Let's out of kick school? Out of because school. the windows broke. It's great. 
Um, yeah, she'd probably get <laughs> super into voting. She would like have the stickers everywhere. She'd probably put posters all over town. Um, but I. But only if she's the one running. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. <laughs> or if someone like that she likes is running. I think that she definitely would. I don't think she likes anyone. Uh, Ethan, I think, would vote, but I think Ethan would probably end up voting, like, for an independent. Yeah. Because he'd be like, ugh, none of these parties get me. And then he'd, like, vote for an independent party. Um, (laughs) Or Ethan would just vote for whatever he's told to vote for. Yeah, that also. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah. I think some of them definitely have a moral obligation to vote, but some of them shouldn't. Not that they shouldn't. Sorry, that sounds bad. I support democracy. However, I don't no, think that... No, but just in the sense of, like, when supernatural creatures aren't engaging yeah, in, in the, the human world, world of, like, the, in the human world, then why would they, they vote on, like... I don't think they should vote. Sto- like, their local council elections, yeah, why, why would they you, vote Why are you caring, supernatural creatures? Yeah, they don't. <laughs> what, what nonsense <laughs> do you hold? Um, but, yeah, their realm isn't that separate. They still, like, live yes. in, like, the, like, human world. So, yeah, I think they should vote. I think they should. We've, mm-hmm. we've discussed we've discussed the highs and lows peaks and pits of this film for you yes um my peak i really liked emma thompson yes. i thought she was really so fun. fun um she has this little quote where she says love's a spell created by mortals to give their females something to play with instead of power and it cracked me I was up like, Ooh, um, blood my heck. she's doing it in her little like dress it's so fun oh i love her yeah, dress she was my <laughs> she was my peak for sure i love her and i loved her jerry irons viola davis yeah. just like so three good. big talents in this film so talented. for what reason not sure yeah. hope they got paid a lot oh um, same. <laughs> um my pit is absolutely the weird vibes of all the Civil War yeah. stuff. Hate it, actually. <laughs> Horrible. I assume... Yeah, what were your peaks and pits? So my peak, and I'm, I'm probably going to end up saying this every week, the costume design. I thought the costume design in this film Gorgeous. was really cool. Yeah. A lot of the casters really are wearing stupid little outfits, and I love it. They are. They wear all black and white <laughs> a lot, and it's very cool. Like, the teenagers' outfits, fine. Although, actually, I will say a lot of the teenagers' outfits did actually look really natural, which is interesting for a film, because a lot of the yes, time they, they don't did. look, like, normal, but a lot of them looked, like normal teenagers um but and i know like obviously like the civil war reenactment but actually the clothes at the civil war reenactment also looked like very good like they didn't look sort of you know just sort of like i don't want to say like cheap but they looked like i don't know this whole town looked like they'd hand stitched a load of stuff to which maybe they did maybe that was the point of that thing but um also lena's final dress that she wears to like run to ethan that was really cool. Yeah, definitely. I also appreciated Jeremy Irons' many, many house coats that he just wears. <laughs> yes, yes, they're very good. Uh, yeah, Pit for me. Um, Katie said the racism, so I'm going to say the misogyny. Um, apparently, yeah. I did read up on the book, and in the book, Ethan refers to women a lot as sluts and skanks, which he doesn't in the film. Mm-hmm. But my God, can you tell he wants to? He just he just calls yeah. them bitches and said I didn't enjoy the misogyny in this film. Like it was just like there was overt misogyny from like the men in the film, and then there was also like the whole mm-hmm. like. But like the premise just is just misogynistic. Like oh, yeah. and like there was this whole thing about how like. Lena knew that Ridley was like super evil when she turned into a siren because she made eye contact with a drunk man across a road and he crossed the road to come up to her and got hit by a train and I was like how is that her fault because she didn't do like in with Ridley with her magic when she's controlling men their eyes go like red and his eyes Mm -hmm. weren't red he was just walking towards her yeah (laughs) so like (laughs) 
It could have just the been vibes a drunk are man. Weird. Yeah, it just seemed weird yeah. to me. Like it wasn't like to me. It wasn't super obvious. It's just weirdly demonizing people. Him. Yeah, it's like very yeah. much demonizing women for their sexuality and like also the implication that this drunk man was crossing a road to come talk to a sixteen-year-old girl. Yes, not cool. That's also not fun. Yeah, not cool at all. Yeah. So that's that's mine. Not fun. Yeah. <laughs> lovely i think that probably just about wraps us up does. i hope you've enjoyed our adventure through yeah. beautiful creatures 2013 um a weird choice uh so next week we have a treat for you all listeners it's something that i read the book of but have never seen the adaptation of and i am uh, let's say excited let's say excited we are going to be watching vampire academy <laughs> <laughs> I have no I've not seen a thing I've seen like some <gasps> promo images for it is and that I'm it? excited oh my god so I yeah, was it. obsessed I know nothing I know it's high school vampires yes. oh my god okay I was I'm obsessed so with excited. these books because these were like so you read Twilight right and that's like your gateway into the vampire media this mm-hmm. was like sexy vampire media not as sexy as true blood ooh. but like teen sexy mm-hmm. so at the time when I was reading it I was like haha this is so cool and then now I'm like ooh you're all 16 ooh <laughs> but you know ooh. at the time <laughs> very fun and cool because i was like 14 and i was like wow can't believe i'm reading this but yeah we'll be checking out vampire academy i'm really excited i have heard that it's not a very good adaptation but i'm gonna ignore that because i want this to be good (laughs) yes good i'm so excited brilliant well join us in two weeks time for that one um Find us anywhere, Midnight Fun Pod, absolutely anywhere. Twitter, TikTok, midnightfunpod at gmail.com on um, if you want to email us something more long form or if you're not on social media, which I respect hugely because I am all over it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Give us a follow, send us a message, let us know what you thought. Have you seen Beautiful Creatures? Did you listen to this podcast without saying Beautiful Creatures? If so, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we provided a good enough summation of it, but. <laughs> yeah. yeah so join us next time um you can support us on coffee we're midnight from pod over there or on Redbubble. we're gonna have some new stickers up soon um and that's just about it yeah thank you so much for listening have a great morning afternoon evening whenever you're listening and we'll see you next time bye, bye. midnight fun is an independent podcast hosted by two girls with an internet connection our intro and outro music are loved and respected by Rosa Zerti of Loyalty Freak Music. Neither Katie nor Liv are associated with any of the media or intellectual property discussed throughout the podcast. All views are their own. And remember, vampires make terrible boyfriends. <laughs>